0: This is two birds, one clone. We're three college friends bullshit about sports. <laughs> I tell you we the whole song. But anyway, Steelers beat the Bears. Insanely close one. Um that game definitely took about like three years off my life. But uh I think the highlight of the game is Chris Boswell. He just had a fantasy night. He had a fumble recover, two fifty yard bombs, and then the forty yarder to win it. Uh, I don't know where he'd be without him. He's probably the best quarterback on our team. Too bad he got hurt. But, uh, yeah, I mean, TJ Watt played great, even though you guys didn't even fucking block him in his second half. He had three sacks. Najee looked unbelievable. He, like, that. he does not go down unless there's two people on him, and I fucking love it. We have, like, five rookies starting on our uh, offense right now, and they're, like, somehow, like – not really, I don't want to say making it work, but they're filling in like pretty decently. I mean, even Freermuth even had two touchdowns. One of them was absolutely insane catch. But yeah, uh, I mean, I'm not going to sit around and pretend that we like fucking like won that game as a good win. Like I see it more as a loss than anything, but uh, there's just like some shit to pull out from that game that makes you happy about what the Steelers are looking like. But I don't know.
1: Yeah, I know. Najee had such a good game, but, like, Montgomery did better. He just had a touchdown. Like, look at the stats. Montgomery was 13 for 63. Najee had 22 carries for only 62 yards. We had him all night. You watch the game. He he broke away a couple times. But other than that, he was getting swallowed up every fucking time, it seemed no, like. No, yeah, but
0: you got to factor in the passing game.
1: Yeah, no, I know. Oh, that's Your whole offense is literally him. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. But, um. Those calls are terrible. It is awful. I never seen such a bad officiating game for my for the Bears in my life. Like no roughing the passer on field that screen pass on third third and goal. Terrible. Uh, the PI on gonna Deontay. That, though.
0: What? I can refute that because that play was so blatantly false start. Which, if you go back and look at the highlights, that same exact tackle you had was false starts the entire game. But yeah, I know we had I'm a really worried about that because we got blessed with penalties anyway. But yeah, I that, think why they didn't give them that roughing the passer was because that might be it. I don't know why. It can't I'll, be
1: because that's a little different penalty. Roughing the passer. And no, no, yeah, it's
0: completely different. Like,
1: if, if you don't not call – like, because that – obviously that uh, full start you said it was or that they're going to call that right away. And the roughing the passer happened after the play – like, as yeah. the play was going on, so the flag would have already been down for the false start. And anyways, whatever that one doesn't count. Let's say we still got to feel good of it. That PI on Deontay was awful,
0: awful. Yeah, when and I saw that, that was terrible. I, I literally started laughing.
1: <laughs> it was the worst call, the worst passion interference I've ever seen. Like it was so fucking bad. And then the taunting call. We, I mean, uh, what 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 did he do that every other NFL player does
0: doesn't do like all right he was, let me he was looking at the bench this. he didn't say
1: anything he didn't
0: say anything to the punter so first off with this i just gotta get this out of the way lewis riddick the guy with steve levy in the box for thursday night football he's on my shit list even without the officiating calls he was shitting on the Steelers start to finish and then he was like losing his mind over everything that happened in this game lewis riddick on my shit list anyway obviously from the box or like Watching the game, you could easily tell that he like didn't taunt, but then they showed that camera angle of the ref like looking at uh whatever that pairs player's name was, and he was like walk like strutting over to our sideline like staring us down like you probably assume that he's yelling something like no, he didn't. Angle, no he, he didn't like, no he didn't no he didn't it looked what, what they showed his they showed him yeah I know but line. what I'm his saying his was shut where the where the Ref was standing. The ref couldn't see his face, so how does he know if he said something? No, anything? because the guy, when he turned around, that's when he got hit. You know, but like the the ref that threw that flag, he couldn't see him. Like, he yeah, could not so see his mouth. He didn't say anything. He, he they showed. No, the... he didn't. I that's not what I'm saying. That like, but I'm saying the ref couldn't tell or not if he was saying something.
1: You can't assume as a ref. Oh, I assume he said was talking shit. You can't assume that as a ref. Okay, so well can. that's
0: fair. But I'm just saying. You can't. Like even the announcers are agreeing with me though. That ref went to pull his flag before the whole like hip. Yeah, no, I know it was taunting
1: yeah. what he called, and it was not a taunt, taunting at all. Have you right. not watched like Jalen Ramsey play? He looks at the sideline every fucking time. No, yeah, you're totally Have right. You, I'm just TJ, saying. W- like even TJ Watt, might not look at the sideline but he does his little like celebration what's the fucking difference? it's the dumb, dumbest thing ever and then you guys got a field goal out of it and then you guys all you had to, then we scored all you guys had to do was kick a field goal instead of having to run you guys would have to drive down and score a touchdown it's com- oh, yeah. completely changed the arguing. game I'm not arguing against that terrible call
0: I'm terrible. not arguing against that Uh, like what you're saying I'm just saying like from the ref's point of view it's no, it was bad. Like, it's... probably seemed like the right call
1: no, it was fucking horrible. Because I, if it, if it's like if that was a star that
0: did that, let's say Aaron
1: Donald had a sack and did that same thing, no flags called. Yeah, like I, I
0: mean. But anyways,
1: that... going to the Bears part on this, I think in the long run you got to look at it this way: if you're Bears fan, we and not obviously on the scoreboard or anything like in the long win column, but we did win this game, and like hypothetically because the way Fields drove down the down the field and scored a touchdown and made two unbelievable throws and even more in the game, like second half, he was unbelievable. But like, it's like in the situation, you kind of hinted on this. Would you rather have be a Bears fan, barely win this game with the refs with some of those calls that were pretty bad and big. And then knowing like being a Steelers fan, having big Ben as your quarterback for the future. And we have fields or like, Oh, wait, shoot. Yeah. So like having, all right, let me restart that. So, like you being a Steelers fan, having Big Ben as your quarterback, barely winning with the with the calls for C Fields on that last drive versus the Steelers and versus the refs, kind of. And no, that's our future. And we still only lost by two, and we had a chance to win. It's so, like we basically we won that game hypothetically because of that reason. Like we played better. It seemed like in that second half, and it just came down to the end right there, and we couldn't get it done. I guess.
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um... I like a lot, uh, like what I saw out of all the Steelers, like young players, though. Obviously, Ben's gone next year, but you know who's better than Justin Fields is Aaron Rodgers, and he's going to be a Steeler next year anyway. So, I mean, I don't really got to worry about the whole Big Ben deal. We won't
1: play you guys in the next how many years. So, but I'd much rather, but even having Aaron Rodgers, he'll give you a couple years. Obviously, you don't know you're going to get him. Like at this point right now, though. You guys having Big Ben, barely winning this game, should have lost it, in my opinion, versus us going against the refs, going against the St- your Steelers defense or whatever, and we still should have won this game with a rookie quarterback, having oh. a game-winning drive.
0: All right, I forgot to mention this. Justin Fields, I was beyond impressed. Oh, oh it's unbelievable. Like, the second half, mainly, his, like, body language was kind of, like, always been throwing me off, you know, because he always seems sad, but, like, I would be, too. But anyway, um, where is he going? Oh, your guys, like, game plan for us in the second half was unbelievable. That hurry up, like, bullshit or whatever. Like, you totally – your biggest weakness is protecting Justin Fields. And when you ran that hurry up, that totally gassed out our uh, defensive line. And then that, like, gave Fields a chance that maybe, like, actually get some time and, like, do something. And he did. Like, he played fucking great then um yeah i mean that that's pretty much it for the most part you guys played us exactly how you're supposed to and uh i mean obviously if a couple different calls changes the game so
1: yeah no like like i'm usually not a guy that's gonna blame it on the rest but like when like calls are like that like that big in the in the moment because you literally got because you every time we had those those bad calls you guys ended up benefiting so much off of it but usually it's like All right, yeah, they had bad calls, but it's, like, not, like, it helped or hurt anybody. But there was, like, only, like, three, and they helped you tremendously. That's why it was, like – and you still game winner. And Fields, if T.J. Watt doesn't bat that ball down on that to the out route, I mean, that's an extra five, six, seven yards that we get on the kick. And, I mean, he still missed it by about ten. But, I mean, you're closer even yet. We could have hit that field goal almost. We are right how there. that field
0: goal, I mean, obviously, from everybody's angle, it looked like it don't like, wasn't even close. It was way But um, was it, like, did you – I was talking to Jack about this earlier today. Did you see how, I swear, Panero didn't want the ball snapped yet? Like, I swear – You mean he took like a, It Like, the ball got snapped, and I swear he wasn't ready. And he goes, he, he like, it. I guess and I while I'm watching it. While I'm watching it go up in the air – I'm like, there's no fucking way. He has enough leg. Like, Tucker had to like crow hop into it. I'm like, no way. Panero's leg. Then they showed another angle. It wasn't close. Santos. Or, Santos. Or what did I say?
1: You said Panero. He was our old kicker. Panero. Fuck yeah. yeah. Too bad I have uh, him. No, like, he did the. He did like the little hop because I remember I was watching with like Cleet and like Deuce and all them. And yeah, he had the little hop and Cleet pointed that out. But he just didn't have enough leg. I mean, it was a bomb. It was sixty five. But yeah. Give us an extra five yards on that out route, maybe even a couple more. It's a different story. Maybe, I mean, maybe he still misses, but I remember right there. It sucks. At Watching Fields, though, drive down the field. Literally, I mean, after with one minute 45, I think he, we gave Big Ben. Bears, win or lose that game, we won that game right after that because of how Fields played and how he drove down the field and did that. Even if you guys did – like you did drive down, we want the game was over for Bears fans after that, just in the sense that this is our guy,
0: right? Yeah, I can't agree more with that. But, um, I feel like you have to agree that even like the calls that could easily went like the other way, you guys shot yourselves in the foot a lot. I mean, fucking Leonard Floyd landing off offsides or yeah, yeah or whatever, both guys, two scored times on any of those. and the biggest drive of the game.
1: Like that? Oh yeah, that was on – no. But the thing is, on both of those, you got you completed a first down either each time. So yeah, I mean, it wouldn't have mattered anyways. There was decline. But one more thing I want to say about Fields compared to like these other rookie quarterbacks. Like everyone's gonna say Mac Jones is the best rookie quarterback. Obviously, he's just playing consistent. Fields obviously isn't consistent. But I'd much rather have a guy like Fields doing what he's doing right now, playing like having these games where he's looking like he is one of the top quarterbacks and then having obviously some games where he's not then having like Mac Jones is just gonna be a game manager I don't know if you agree with that but
0: no yeah I feel like he gives you more like upside more hope Mac Jones fits perfectly in his system like Fields Mm -hmm. obviously doesn't right now I imagine they'll figure it out but that would be like you're you're like Core guys or whatever you want to. Call, I mean, your young yeah. players like they all played amazing. Like Montgomery, uh, fucking what? Mooney. Mooney, yeah. Oh, I man. mean, even Komet played really good. He played better than Free or Muth if he didn't have. I mean, if Komet had two touchdowns, but um yeah, I mean, that's just your biggest thing right now. Is mm-hmm. Just coach, and that's. I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, we're rookie quarterback, and what do you really expect? You got it. And another thing, we. Writing this game, but we lost, which is good because I mean, that's better, you know, draft stuff. Which I mean, it's like, ah, oh, whatever, we lost, but oh well, I mean, I'm happy with Fields compared to our last quarterbacks, like Trubisky. That's for example, Trubisky always had to be, I think, um, Colin Coward said this he said Trubisky always had to be out of the pocket, so he gave you hope, like, oh, we got this, but he wasn't ever going to be a franchise guy. Fields didn't need to even, doesn't need to get out of the pocket to. Make plays, he can do it in the pocket, and which is awesome because he can also do it. get outside.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think that like pretty much sums up everything that like that's been like that needs to be said about this game. But, uh, yeah. just other two things I want to say, which is fucking awesome. Um, Steve Levy and I quote, said, Heinz Field is so loud, he can't hear the whistle. I don't know if you remember that. It was like second quarter, you guys were, uh,
1: yeah, I was two. like score right. a
0: touchdown and then like what was it uh delay a game false start? I don't know. That's fucking awesome. Love to see Hines that way. And then no, we called
1: timeout because um one of our wide receivers she was like yelling at one of the receivers again like the other side or some shit and they just called timeout.
0: But then uh just the last thing is hilarious. Lewis Riddick says he like pulled up a tweet or something. Or no it wasn't a tweet. But he said that Someone told him that Najee Harris, like he used to be homeless. They said that his first like semester or whatever in Alabama, he would sleep on the floor of his dorm room. And Najee Harris hears this after the game, and he tweets out. He goes, "I didn't sleep on no fucking dorm dorm room floor. Yeah, he's like, he's like I slept on a fucking bed like a normal person. I'm like, I don't, I don't know who told him that, but it's like, how do you fuck that up? No, like, like it would be a cool story, but I, like, I don't. I mean, I've never been in the
1: situation, but if you were homeless growing up and you have a chance like a nice bed in a dorm room i mean would you not want to sleep on the bed
0: no exactly i <laughs> i don't it know like when like... they said it when they said it on tv i'm like oh shit like that's kind of cool like they were talking up Najee, like the entire time like in between drives and shit but uh yeah i mean i just love that Najee came out i was like what the fuck is this no, but I mean, anyway, that wraps up Hate Week. Uh, see you again in what another three years, whatever. But um, yeah. So first game we have the Falcons fly in the Big Easy. Uh, Falcons they blew an eighteen point lead, but then they stuck it out and won it with Young Hoku, his third game winner of the season. I mean, it was a typical Falcons game. I know they ended up winning, but yeah, it was just a weird game.
1: Yeah, Matt Ryan, like right when you think like he's done and washed, he just keeps like doing this, like pulling out these games, playing good. It's just weird to see a guy like him still. Well, he can't even fucking move in the pocket. Like he just he got cement in his shoes or something, but he makes plays and yeah, he they're they're four and four somehow. I have no no clue how.
0: Yeah, and I I don't really get it either, but. Like the Saints team, they are going into it like they have a, like a really good defense. I don't get how the Falcons. I mean, the this game like really shouldn't have been close. I don't know how the Falcons blew a eighteen point lead that quickly, but I mean, I I don't really I don't really get the Saints right now. I don't feel like losing Jameis like the biggest deal. Yeah. I I mean, Kamar only getting thirteen attempts on the ground is fucking stupid. Like I wish they just give it to him twenty eight times a game, like what they should do, but. Well, it's yeah, like, have you, have
1: you seen their schedule? They literally, they beat the Packers and then lose to Car- get smoked by Carolina. They beat New England, get, lose to the Giants, beat football team, then beat Seattle and Tampa and then lose to the Falcons.
0: Yeah. it's, it's Like, what the hell are they doing? Probably the worst team ever to fucking put money on. But, uh, yeah, we'll keep moving, though. <laughs> All right. So, I should have bet money on Josh Allen winning his game. But um, <laughs> the one in Jacksonville somehow wins the the amount of Josh Allen's I've heard. If I had to take a drink every time I heard Josh Allen on Sunday, I'd literally be dead. But um, yeah, he what do you do? He picked him off, sacked him, and picked up a fumble. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah he had all three of he them. Did like he did it all. So yeah, if you bet on Jacksonville money line this game, you had plus seven hundred odds and. I mean, but if you look at the stat sheet, though, the Bills literally killed them in every stat except for that they had twelve penalties for 118 yards.
1: No, the bill. Yeah. yeah, it's like they don't they don't run the ball at all. The bill, like you think, I under like you tell me this game like it was the Jacksonville won, let's say still, and you tell me it was a shootout, like forty in the forties fifties. It's like okay, no team could stop each other, but. Jacksonville only won the Bills the six points, is crazy to think about. Everyone played terrible; like it was just a terrible game offensively. Obviously, it's nine to six. It was. It's just terrible. Like you, there's. It's one of those games where, like, there's no Bills will pull us away at the second half. They didn't even score in the second
0: half. Yeah, I mean, and then they struggled last week against the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, it's like it makes no fucking sense because everyone thinks that. If you're a quarterback, you have to be perfect all these games, like rookies, too. Oh, he had, he threw how many interceptions? But well, look what Josh Allen does. He's, a, he's like an MVP guy. He's like franchise quarterback. He sucked. It's like, it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. And at the end of the game, I saw Urban Meyer with like the bur- biggest smirk on his face ever. And he's like celebrating and shit. I would like to know one thing Urban Meyer did to win that game. I think the Bills just played a shitty fucking game and they like, walked out on defense like stabbing the bill i don't know because they obviously didn't do shit on offense it's <laughs> like urban meyer he needs to get his head out of girls asses and like actually realize that his team is dog shit and they won a lucky one exactly but anyway so the browns they just destroy the Bengals in the battle of ohio i mean it hit the Ohio over but uh, I mean Baker, he only had 14 completions, but he like still lit it up. And uh, I said either watch, I said to watch uh Burrow's interception rate, and it's now 20 to 11 Like I think the interceptions what really killed him this game. And I, you know, I obviously love Joe Burrow, but I mean that that is a big thing. The Bengals are not looking so hot of late, losing to the Jets and now getting their ass handed to them by the Browns. Yeah, I don't know. They definitely got to figure it
1: out. Yeah, it's, it's like what we said, like, three weeks ago, we're, like, Bengals team isn't good, and then they all of a sudden go on that little run. We're like, oh, they are really good. Turns out maybe not be. It's, like, they're just one of those teams that's hard to make them – hard to pick them apart right now what they are. But Baker, everyone's fucking going off about Baker, how good he is without – um. Odell, it's like, he didn't really win this game. It's like, how many – didn't they have a couple of defense touchdowns? And Nick Chubb ran for 137. It's like Baker really threw for 218 and two touchdowns. He had a solid game. He didn't turn the ball over. But it's not – it wasn't just him being unbelievable without Odell. It's like their team might just be better without Odell, not just a Baker thing.
0: Yeah, Nick Chubb, like, broke one loose for what was, it, like, a yeah. yard touchdown. I mean – Yeah, I think uh, –
1: a lot of Baker's yards came off of that Donovan Peoples Jones had a huge touchdown. Like that was almost yeah. that's a quarter of it. So, I mean I still don't think Baker's a guy. You got if you want to win with this Browns team, you gotta get a good quarterback. They'll be so they would be such a good team if they had a good quarterback.
0: I think uh Baker, he's a good leader, but yeah I yeah. mean it obviously all starts through the run game. And yep. I mean you saw how it was against Steelers when they didn't have a run game. They they didn't even put up. Where did they put up? Ten point. It was fifteen to ten, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was terrible.
0: <laughs> it's fucking pathetic. <laughs> when you have that many weapons on your team, like you should not put.
1: You should put them more than ten.
0: Oh, it's it's disgusting. I don't know. I that's why I'm saying I don't get how the Browns just blew the doors open on them. But I mean, like I said, it's turnovers kill you. And but uh, speaking of quarterbacks in play of the par, Dak Prescott. The Cowboys lose to the Broncos some fucking how. I just got done last week saying how much I hate the Broncos. But, I mean, Dak simply just had a bad game, and it was coming off an injury. But uh, I, I just don't fucking get it. This whole week was just filled with upsets. We'll get to college football later. That was filled with them too. I don't know. It's just a weird week.
1: Yeah, th- who would have fucking thought? I mean, it was thirty to nothing too before the Cowboys scored. I think it was just blown. It was right away; game was over. It was just over right away. It halftime. It Cowboys played terrible. They ended up. I mean, they put up good numbers because of like late stuff, but no. Oh, who would have fucking thought this would happen? Nobody. Nobody in their right mind would get guess, it- guess this game right. Money line by this many points too
0: i've said this this has got to be like a really long time ago but Stephen a smith is the biggest fucking fraud ever everybody knows how much i hate espn now but Stephen a smith has had the cowboys as the number one like i get it because their only loss was against the buccaneers but Mm -hmm. and they covered every game if you are the world's biggest fucking cowboy hater of all time, yeah, how on earth, do you not. I mean, I I get it. Like the Cowboys should have fucking won this game, but still, I mean, it just pissed he, me he, off. It did
1: basically since he hasn't won all like all this time, he can't say a thing about this game. He can't make fun of the Cowboys like now because exactly. he out them the number one team. If he makes fun of them, he's just a fraud. <laughs>
0: I, I tell you what, the people at ESPN, they they need to get, like, a job stocking groceries or something because what their job they're doing now, they're not fucking doing it good at all. But, <laughs> anyway, the next game we have, the whole battle of the basement uh, or the toilet bowl, if you rather. The Dolphins beat the Texans. Both teams are still really fucking bad. They had a combined nine turnovers this game. I mean, the Texans... They went into this game being outscored 102-8 to eight in their last three games. And the Dolphins still look like shit against that team. Like, I, I know Tyrod was back, but, fuck, it's kind of tough after missing literally, like, half a season. So, I don't know. These two teams just suck.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really to say about this game. They're just both fucking – they're terrible. Texans, though, they're just like Jacksonville last year. You start 1-0, people are like, oh, they could scare some people. No, they're not going to win a fucking game the rest of the year. Tyrod was terrible. I mean, he had a good game week one. And other than that, I mean, he got hurt. But this game was horrible. He threw out on the interception.
0: Bad, bad, bad. So the g they take down the And, I mean, it was kind of like a lot of people were, like, surprised about this. I don't really get it because it's a perfect spot to get upset in. I mean, you're traveling across to the other side of the country. You're playing, like, this Giants team that, I don't know. One Sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. But I mean, the Raiders still should have won this game. Derek Carr threw a pick six intended for Hunter Renfro, but he needs to realize that Hunter Renfro is the only open in the red zone. And I mean, they could have won late, but Derek Carr got strip sacked, and that was the end of it. I, I can't be really surprised that the Giants won, but like I said, the Raiders should have fucking won it.
1: No, it, the Raiders... Like we should, everyone kind of should see this coming because it's like obviously the Raiders should win, but the shit that's going on every single week, something comes up about them every single fucking week, something about some guy doing something on their team. But yeah, this is the Giants. They show up sometimes, just do this and win games, which is crazy. But I mean, yeah, it's the Raiders this year though are literally like the longest yard. Like how many fucking guys they have that are (laughs) felons? Now it's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean then they have Nassib who if he was on long already be cheer leader, but yeah, it's but, uh, ridiculous. We support all people on uh Tubers once close but but anyway, like yeah, like what are you saying? The Raiders, it's an absolute drama fest. And somebody I forget who was, I know it was on ESPN though, I had the nerve to say that the Raiders are a top option for Odell. Why the fuck, of all people in the league, would you want Odell Beckham Jr. on your team when your whole entire season has been filled with drama? Like, yeah, exactly. Odell can be a great person, but what the fuck has he done since he's been on the Giants that says, you know what? I want Odell because what he's been doing with the Browns has been great. Like, he's one, I don't think he's even that good anymore. And two, like, when he brings all this drama, like, fuck me. Like, who the fuck would say that?
1: No, it's like Odell is uh
0: yeah, he's just not like
1: when you're in this situation, he can be if if he's playing really well, it seems like, then he's fine. Once he starts to struggle, it just shit's the fan.
0: You know what's weird is who do like middle schoolers like anymore? Because when we were in middle school, Odell and Cam Newton, like, they were the like, coolest people on play. Oh, they were so good. And now middle schoolers today probably think that Cam Newton and Odell are, like, the worst <laughs> fucking players of all time. Ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't like, know. Like, I know you guys don't like Cam Newton, like, right now, but it's, like, people, like, yeah, they're going to they're, they're gonna see Cam, like, they just started watching football, like, a couple years ago, they're like, this guy sucks. It's like, yeah, he has an MVP. He had, like, one of the best years ever as a quarterback. Same as Odell. It's like, this guy is, like, one of the best, you think? Yeah, he
0: was so fucking good,
1: but I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's a weird world we're living in. I don't know. It... <laughs> it's crazy what,
1: like, two years can do to a career.
0: Yeah, I mean, fuck that. I mean, when I look back on Cam Newton, I literally had a Cam Newton shirt like of him doing the Superman thing, and now it's just I hate him more than anybody in the league, and I despise Odell. Holy fuck. But anyway, this, <laughs> oh, yeah. we've been taking away way too yeah. long on this yeah. Giants-Raiders yeah. game. But uh, here we go. The Vikings, they blow another one against the Ravens. I mean, of course they do. But the Vikings, they just keep finding themselves in close games against good teams, but they just can't close it out. And Justin Tucker, he deserves a fucking statue out of the stadium today. I mean, being a Steelers fan and knowing if I'm ever in a close game against the Ravens and they even touch the logo, it's fucking over. I know he didn't hit, like, a deep bomb to win this game, but still, it's like, he deserves way more fucking money than what he's getting paid right now. I imagine his win shares are fucking insane ever since he joined the Ravens.
1: Oh, yeah. And Lamar... One thing we got to say about Lamar, like, we think you're not – like, remember we used to say, like, every time the Chiefs get down, oh, they'll come back, Mahomes. No, it's literally Lamar now. You get down – he'll be down 21 going into the fourth quarter and somehow find a way to fucking win a game. That's how he did That's just who he is. He goes, I'm just going to start running the ball every time I touch it. And that's exactly what he did. You, you'll, he'll drop back and just run all over you. He's unbelievable this year. And they tore up this – You, they passed for 250, and they st- – Still almost have more rush yards. Like, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, so I was with my family today for the 12 o'clock – or not fucking today, on Sunday for the 12 o'clock games, and the only game we had on was the Vikings-Ravens game. And I want to say the Vikings were out by, like, 14 or something like that. It was two or three scores. Mm-hmm. And I said to my brother, I'm like, I kind of want to live bet Ravens money line because, why like, I guarantee the Ravens come back and win this shit. And, of course, they do. Well, yeah, it's like,
1: well, the Ravens are the opposite of every other team ever to exist ever, because they're like, when you get, they're down going into the fourth quarter by two scores, and they'll just run the ball every time.
0: Yeah, I mean, they just do what works, and they yeah. they can get out of bounds. They, I mean, There's I can't imagine of- being a defense coordinator going into the fourth quarter, and you're like, how the fuck do I game plan for this? Yeah, you because like, they they will run it down your throat, down two scores. And it doesn't make any
1: sense. You're like, oh, they're going to pass the rest of the game and try to come back. It's like, no, they're just going to continue to run the ball, get 10, 15 yards every run. It's They're just a, such a weird team. I love them, though.
0: Yeah, Lamar, Lamar just set the record for most uh, rushing games over 100 yards for quarterback, too? Probably. I mean. How old is he, like 24? He's not that old, I know that. <laughs> hey, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember Mike Vick, but do you think you'd <laughs> – Yeah,
1: nothing like Lamar.
0: No. But anyway, we got another game here. Patriots, they beat the Panthers in a snooze fest. I don't know anything of this game. I even watched the highlights over again because I missed a game, and I still took nothing from it. But the only thing I saw from this game is worth mentioning is <laughs> so Sam Darnold, I think he threw a pick or something and Robbie Anderson comes over the sideline and chewed him a new ass. Like, Darnold, like, tried to ignore him and everything, but Robbie Anderson, the island boy himself, was he he was fucking pissed. And, I mean, I would be too if I had Sam Darnold throw me the ball in two different teams. And, like, <laughs> Robbie is with the Jets, <laughs> and he's like, fuck. Now I'm back with Sam. I i don't know. That's rough.
1: There. Caroline is so bad. Sam Donald's so bad. He didn't – he had zero fantasy points. Like, I'm looking at that right now. He threw three, interception, three interceptions, no touchdowns. How the fuck? Like, that – it's ridiculous how bad he is of a quarterback. And I kind of fell victim to this, too. It's like, oh, he's good. It's the Jets that suck. No. Like, I said it last week. I said it, like, last two weeks. He fucking sucks. He should never be – he'll be a backup the rest of his career, and there's no question about that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's it is really pathetic. But um the next game we have so this game going into it, we're like this is the weirdest like rat line shit ever. I mean the Chargers end up covering anyway, like thank God. But like Cry Eagles Cry on the Road to Misery. Yeah. The I don't know why it was close, but they they fucking covered like like I don't know like why this game is close. I don't know why the Chargers keep, like, putting themselves in these situations, but, yeah, I guess they won a game they should. They – the Chargers
1: are such a weird – They I don't think they have a punter on their team, like, deadass. I don't – or a kicker. Mate, they don't even have a kicker, it seems like. They just go for it every fucking time they have a chance. Like, mine as well. And uh, what's it – there's they – they're, like, shooting, like, 80% on fourth downs. It's crazy. And Justin Herbert. I mean, when you have Justin Herbert as your quarterback, though, and you have, like, such a good route runner like Keenan Allen, it's like, you might as well trust him. He's going to get open. Herbert's going to hit him. And that's what they do every time. And they – seems like they outplayed him if you look at everything. But, yeah, Eagles stuck in there, but Chargers still cover. Yeah,
0: and then the next game we have is Cardinals versus 49ers. Horns up, baby. Fucking Colt McCoy. (laughs) If you told me that Colt McCoy, James Connor, and Christian Kirk would beat the 49ers by 14, you would have me in a fucking mental hospital. Like, if I told you that before the game started, you'd be like, yeah, you're full of shit. But, I mean, the Cardinals win and Kittle's back, so I don't know. It's a weird game.
1: Weird weird. It's I think it's just the Niners, when you have Grappolo, you should run the ball like you're a running team. They didn't run the ball at all. They had Eight carries with Elijah Mitchell, one with Hasty, one with a quarterback, and then Ayuk had a some kind of end around thing. It's like you know that's what Shanahan was—you you run the ball. That's what he literally built his fucking name on. And they didn't do that. That's probably why they got fucking smoked
0: by Colt McCoy. <laughs> Colt McCoy going down as one of the greatest backup quarterbacks of all time. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I hope I can see him next week. But anyway, the next game we have, I so this game was a pick em at the beginning. We have Chiefs, Packers. That's why we didn't know that Rodgers is going to be out, that filthy liar. Anyway, hopefully that just creates more drama for him to come to the Steelers. But you yeah, should be Chiefs, in jail. The Chiefs, they beat the Packers in an absolute shootout. Uh, I have no idea what the fuck is wrong with the Chiefs, but like I know the Packers defense of weakness is, like, running the ball. And, like, the Chiefs don't really fucking run yep. the ball. But still, I think the Chiefs should have dropped, like, at least 50 when they dropped 13. And, yeah, I mean, that's it. Chiefs are bad. Like, that's all it is. They're not good. They
1: – I don't even think they'll make – they probably will make the playoffs in the AFC, but they're not winning a game in it. They're not a good team. It's time to say that. And you literally – almost lost to Jordan Love, who had the worst fucking game as a quarterback I've ever seen, ever, and I'm a Bears fan. This is horrible how bad he was, but wow, when you're a Bears fan, watching Jordan Love struggle like that, it's awesome. It's awesome knowing that Rodgers is almost gone and he's their next guy. We will fucking destroy them, and I can't wait for the future.
0: Yeah, I mean, everybody was making fun of Jordan Love for putting his family at the very tippity-top of Arrowhead, but I think he did that so then they would have the worst view of him playing, like, absolute dog shit.
1: I just can't wait to see when the Packers are bad and this is your quarterback and see how if they say – because they don't even know anything about – we already went over this. They don't really know anything about football, it seems like, that I know of, and they're going to fucking – Anybody, else Packers fans? I know gonna talk shit now, but wait till this is your f- future quarterback.
0: Just what I don't get is against the Chiefs defense, the Packers put up seven. So obviously they had been like the Chiefs had to have killed it in time of possession, and they only put up thirteen at home. Thirteen point. If you told me this before the year started that the Chiefs would be a team to put up 13 against the Packers, I – holy fuck. There's not a
1: good team. They're not good.
0: It's so bad. But, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll just sit back and watch the rest of the season and see what happens. But the next game we have another fucking upset. We have the Titans – Win carries game versus the Rams. uh, This has to be the most unpredictable season fucking ever. I mean, if I told you that Derek uh, Derrick Henry list Titans team would kill the Rams on Sunday night on the road again, you would have me in a fucking mental hospital.
1: It's just it's
0: ridiculous
1: how this Titans this Titans team's good like they are, and we all you know, shit on them because. Like, they get – well, you look at it, they get – the week one, they get absolutely demolished by the Cardinals. Like, this team is so overrated. It's unbelievable. Their defense sucks. No, their defense is really fucking good. They've shown it the last how many weeks. They have a good fucking defense. I don't think they'll be as good, obviously, without Derrick Henry. They won this game, yeah, but in the future, no, it'll start to go down a little bit. But, no, they're a good team. Even with without Derrick Henry, they're still solid. Yeah, the Rams, though, they, they really – you look at the
0: Rams. They really haven't beaten anybody. They haven't. Yeah, I mean, they got – they blew out uh, fucking – who was it?
1: They Okay, so this was – they beat the Bears, big whoop. They beat the Colts, barely. They beat the Bucks. That was a good win in the Bucks, but Okay, I mean, that was
0: the blowout, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Got smoked by the Cardinals. They beat Seattle without um Russ. They beat the Giants, the Lions, the Texans
0: oh yeah I knew that their last like four games or whatever it was absolutely so, like, have like, they They haven't really beat anybody yet they're not as
1: good as people think I don't like I obviously think they're pretty fucking talented and everything but I guess you gotta wait and see with them until they actually prove it against a good team I
0: don't know so this game like the story of it was Matt Stafford just made the most ugly mistakes and the Titans capitalized on him every time I mean if Stafford doesn't turn the ball over that much. I think that turns into Rams points. Obviously, he takes points off the boards for the Titans, and we're talking about a whole different ball game. But it just really uncharacteristic game for Stafford.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. This he's usually got to take care of the ball, makes good throws. Yeah, he, he didn't play good at all.
0: Yeah, so then we move into our final game, the game from last Thursday. The Jets took on the Colts. Colts they covered, but. <laughs> If you were an under better, you were pissed off this night. Uh, the Colts win 45 to 30. Uh, so I had a parlay on this game, hit on absolutely everything. At halftime, I hit on everything. But then I forgot, oh, yeah, I alternate the under to 48 points instead of, like, 44. And, I mean, they scored a combined 75. So, yeah, that's how that went. But, I mean, yeah, good, good fucking win for the Colts.
1: Yeah, I, crazy. You if you uh you ha- if you had money on the Colts, God, you were sweat, you sweating? They were inside the ten, and then they like, tipped ball into a pick. It's like they they could like the Jets had a chance at winning this game. It almost seemed like obviously they had to get like an onside kick or some shit and miracle stuff. But like they they score that touchdown there, they're right in this game. It's crazy to think about. They were literally almost covered, and they were getting absolutely destroyed this whole fucking game, but. Yeah, I know, but Josh Johnson came in and he fucking killed it in place of Mike White.
0: Yeah, I mean, even Mike White when he was in, I didn't think he was playing that.
1: Yeah, I mean, he
0: drove down, scored. Yeah, and then I mean, the whole reason why I bet under on this game is because the Colts obviously running team. The Jets figured they're gonna have to get the ball, go the ball, or run the ball, and then the Colts have just an insane running yeah. defense. So I thought there's gonna be a lot of people on the floor, and that time was just gonna keep ticking. But I was <laughs> obviously beyond wrong. But yeah that's how that went but anyway we'll give you our thursday night pick since this game will not be on i mean no since this episode will not be on until saturday but uh we have ravens versus dolphins uh the spread is favoring the ravens by seven and a half uh shit what's over under well anyway i have ravens seven and a half i think the dolphins are just simply dog shit and the ravens just an all-around better team i think just don't overthink it. Ravens should win this fight, 14.
1: Yeah, like Ravens my seven and a half, too. They should kill him. I don't care where it's at, who's playing, who's quarterback for Dolphins. It doesn't matter. They are, They should fucking kill them, and they will.
0: Well, yeah, I just to clarify, just in case, the over-under is 46 and a half as of now. But, uh, yeah, that wraps up football. Not actually, not yet. We have our mid-season awards. So, for MVP, kind of a hot take right now considering the past couple weeks, but I'm still sticking with Josh Allen. If you look at his schedule up ahead of him, it's, like, not fucking hard at all. He should be able to just win, like, all these games, make it to the playoffs easy as a one seed. Um, yeah, I mean, he was in the same shoes as he was last year, and he easily would have won MVP if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers. So I still like Josh Allen. I'm going to go Lamar, I think.
1: This team has an easy chance of going to the Super Bowl in the AFC, with because I think they are the most consistent of any team with him as quarterback. And I mean, he's on pace to beat his passing yards when he won the MVP. Um, and like he's just, night in and night out, he's putting up numbers like unbelievable numbers. He's going to get a lot of votes just because of his rushing. And I don't see. I think he's the best player. He's the most like irreplaceable player in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. Uh, the only thing that I would disagree with is that Super Bowl thing. Super Bowl thing, just because, I mean, they the past how many years, they they haven't upgraded their teams. From, I think their teams from years before have been better. But, yeah, Lamar is better, though. Yeah. yeah, Lamar is better. And then the AFC is worse. So, yeah, I mean, I could see it. I think I mean, Lamar is yeah, better. Hollywood's better.
1: And, like, Hollywood's better than what he was. Oh, I for think- sure. Uh, their run game, obviously, they lost so much. But when you have Lamar, you don't really need a run game. He is your run game.
0: Yeah, I mean, they are running backs five years ago. That would be quite the fucking running back group. But... <laughs> yeah, no shit.
1: No shit.
0: Uh, moving on, I got uh, defensive rookie of the year. I want to start with that one. But uh, Michael Parsons, I don't really know who's close. Maybe Patrick Sertain. But, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a chalk pick, I think. Wait, what was it? Uh... Uh, defense rookie of the year.
1: I think it could still be um, uh, Parsons, I think. I mean, That's what I think... said. Oh, you said Sertan.
0: Yeah, but I said he would be, like, the only other guy oh, you could maybe think of. Okay. I must have cut out when you said that.
1: Yeah, I'm going with um, yeah Parsons, too. He's just – he's killing – he's doing so good for the Cowboys right now. He's, like, one of the main guys, why they're doing so good on defense. And he's going to continue it, I think. I don't, like you said, I think, yeah, there's only one, maybe two guys that can really compete with it.
0: For offensive rookie of the year, I know there's like a lot of options right now, but I'm going to stick with Mac Jones. Adam at the beginning of the year. I think the Patriots should probably easily win their division and as long as he does that. Uh, quarterbacks are obviously favored to win this award. And um, Justin Jefferson, he didn't even win it last year. And I doubt that Jamar Chase can like put up the season that Jefferson did. So, yeah, I mean, I like Mac Jones.
1: I'm going to go Jamar Chase because I think um, he's either going to be put up the same numbers. I think he can, and I think he will be – or he'll be damn close putting up um, Jetta's numbers. But he said if he couldn't win as a wide receiver, he also was going up against Herbert, who set like three or four NFL records. That's fair. Mac Jones ain't setting no NFL records right now. That's fair. And so I think Jamar is just the better – he's just a way better player like Mac Jones is, like, kind of winning games. He's playing good, but he's not playing, like, top, top level like um, Herbert did last year. So, I just think Jamar is usually the best play, best rookie right now.
0: Moving on to defense player of the year, I'm sticking with T.J. Watt. He All right, so he's a half point in sacks behind Miles Garrett right now, but he leads him in solo tackles, pass deflections, forced fumbles, and fumbles recovered. Um, I think – I mean, I really hope T.J. Watt doesn't get fucking screwed again. But right now, if you look at all the pass rushers, I don't think anybody in the secondary or linebacker can win it this year. It's, like, even close right now. Um, yeah, I still like T.J. Watt.
1: I'm also going T.J. Watt. I just, like – you know, I don't really watch a lot of the Steelers because I just try to try watch – your red zone, you're watching the Bears. I, that's what I do. And watching play last night, he's just such a big factor. And he get he's all over the place. I – He is the best defense player, I think, other than, like, Donald, obviously. But, yeah, I'm going TJ Watt.
0: Moving on to Offense Player of the Year. Uh, I guess right now I have to go Cooper Cup. It's an unbelievable season so far. There's, like, no signs of him slowing down. He leads in every major receiving category by a comfortable margin right now. There's no, like, real running back with injuries and everything. There's no, like, real running back that can take it over. So, yeah, I mean, I like Cooper Cup.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he's like I think he almost has it locked already, unless he gets hurt. Because the only other competition was like Henry, and obviously he got hurt. The wide receivers aren't. There's no really wide, any wide receivers competing with him. It's literally just kind of him right now, and it, it he basically controls on destiny right now, winning this award, and he should be fine when the rest of the year.
0: And then, oh shit! I started off with MVP, didn't I? <laughs> All right, yeah. uh, coach, coach of the year. Uh, I have Sean McDermott for the Bills. Like I said earlier, they have a pretty simple schedule coming up in front of them. I think easily one of the vision. I don't see the Bills really having a problem. I, what's going to slide him is that he's in the AFC. So, like, maybe like one of the uh, McVay or Kingsbury would be like I guess right now leading it. But, um, yeah. I Or LaFleur. But, yeah, I like Sean McDermott.
1: I'm going to go with Kingsbury. I just think um, he went, he can win that division, which is top two divisions, I think in football, especially once Russ gets back and he just, he literally just beat the Niners without, um, any of his guys. He was missing his starting running back, his starting his best receiver and is an MVP candidate quarterback. And he still destroyed the Niners who everyone thinks, uh, Shanahan's such a good coach too. So it's like, if he can out coach him with that team, I just think there's no reason. I think they have the best record in the, uh, I think they can have the best record in the league overall, and they're still my. I will get to that, but yeah, I, they're still my Super Bowl team, and I think he's just doing an unbelievable job.
0: Yeah, I mean, so I was looking at the rest of their schedule, and it's tough, but they're beating like really good teams. And um, I was just thinking, though, Kingsbury, at the beginning of this year, he was like the number one cold shell on like the chopping blocks. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, then and he he's obviously just, the fuck up. He's obviously, like, proved himself wrong, but I was like, I just couldn't see him going from that to that, and then, like, from being one of the worst coaches to coach the year. But then know, again, you could,
1: you could say that's why he should win, because everyone thought he sucked. Right. He shouldn't even be, he's exceeding expectations by so much.
0: Yeah, it's kind of making me want to take my Sean McDermott take back just because he's done, like, the same exact thing for the past, like, well, I guess, like, two years yeah, now. I right? mean,
1: he's the favorite, basically. Every year, him and Stefanski, it seems like.
0: Yeah. But, uh, anyway, well, how have been college football, so this is a pretty nice weekend. Yeah, Super Bowl, Joe. Oh, yeah, duh, nah, fuck, I'm an idiot. But, uh, anyway, Super Bowl, Bills-Rams. Uh, I fucking hate that pick now. I'll let Luke just shit on me, like, not too long ago. But uh, I think on paper, they have, like, the best team. I love their coach. Uh, I think Stafford will figure it out. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's, like, growing pains, maybe, if you want to call it that. But, uh, yeah, I'll stick to my pick, Bills-Rams.
1: I'm going to go Cardinals-Ravens. I think it's kind of like the era of this running quarterback thing. Like, everyone says, like, running quarterbacks can't win Super Bowls. But if you look at the best quarterbacks in the league right now, every single one basically is a – like, young, good quarterback is a running quarterback. And it just gives you such a dynamic that I think the Cardinals are playing such so good. Ravens are never out of a game like I hinted on earlier. So, yeah, I think this would be such a good Super Bowl, too, because considering they're both young teams, good coaches, it's just going to be – it's one of those where, like, it's not chalk at all. So, if, the, if it happens, it's going to be such a good game. Everyone's going to want to watch it. So, yeah, I really like both these teams, too.
0: Yeah, I mean – Obviously, the fucking Ravens take, but I guess I can't really argue against it right now. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah uh, I'll keep moving, though. Like I said before, college football, week 10, <laughs> the sign of the week. So, Texas A&M, they're playing Auburn, and Texas A&M had a sign, if two Auburn fans get divorced, are they still cousins? I'm like, wow, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, in that game, for A&M quarterback Zach Alzada, he his fucking arm comes out of his socket and like four trainers come over and they try to pop it back in place and he's just like screaming in agony. Like his arm was about to fucking fall off. Pop it back in two plays later, comes in, wins the game for AM. They scored eleven points and like I'm pretty sure it was thirty three seconds. And Bo Nitz just he's back to sucking dicks. Well, I mean, AM's defense is really fucking good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, AM, like you think they were out of it at the beginning of the year. They left two bad losses back to back. They was Arkansas and then Mississippi State back to back. Like this team sucks. They're done. They lost their quarterback. Calzado's not the guy. They turn around and beat um Bama and now they're on a roll. They're beating everybody. It almost thinks like they they easily should win those games. They they are in the like if they went out and Auburn beats um Bama, AM's in the SEC championship game, which is crazy to think about, and it's definitely doable. So, yeah, I know, Calzada, Cuban Missile, they call him. He's killing it.
0: The next game we have, Iowa versus Northwestern. So, the story of this game, Petrus gets pulled for Alex Padilla, right? That's how you say it?
1: Yeah.
0: Padilla. Anyway, we lo- I loved the way you played, but still, we played such a shitty fucking game. Like, no, no way Northwestern should have been even close in that game, in my opinion, but you know we just played fucking hockey football and just barely squeezed one. I mean we held on and won the game but I mean I like PDA going forward but it's fucking tough right now.
1: Yeah, no. I mean he's he's a better option but he's not like the best option if that makes sense. He's just not he's not going to be spectacular. I mean he's going to he's going to be better than what Peters has been doing if even that cuz Peters was playing really well to start the year here so just he started playing terrible. So it's a good thing he benched him. And he needed it. But he's is the guy going forward. He's gonna give us I think he gives Iowa a bit a lot of, a spark to the rest of the year, like the fans, the players, everything. He's just gonna give us a new life almost, it seems like. So that's always good. But he came in the game and it lo- he looks so good. But then if you really like think he didn't really play all that great as the game went on, he struggled. And like you said, we should have fucking killed him, even switching the quarterbacks. And then we almost fucking lost.
0: Well, uh, well, Padilla too. He has way more of a quarterback face than Petrus does. Peters just has a dumb, punchable face. Yeah. Or, like, if I saw him in the bar, it'd probably well, I'd probably kiss his ass if he's still starting, but <laughs> it'd take probably everything, if I might not have to punch him.
1: Yeah, no, I just don't want to don't want to be one of that fan that just gets so excited that Peters is done, and then Padilla comes in. We, I mean, I just want to see what he's like. Maybe he's. We don't even know. He could be worse. We don't know. I I think he'll be better, but. Just, I, I do want to see it,
0: Right. But, yeah, we'll see next week what happens. But, moving on. So, Alabama beats LSU 20 to, what was it, 13, 14, whatever. But, LSU had three, they had three insanely great chances to win this game. And they couldn't fucking. I mean, LSU, they. All right. So, they had a strip sack. Then, they turned the ball over. I think that was the last try of the game. And then, they had something else. They. Easily could have won the fucking game. They didn't. That would have been awesome to see Coach O beat Bama after being, like, fired pretty much. But, no, that that didn't happen.
1: No, this Bama team is not like they have been in the past because there's no reason you should only fucking beat the LSU team by not even a touchdown. And they should have fucking lost. Bama should have. But it just proves that this year every team other than Georgia is – significantly like not even close to be like who's not we don't even know who the second best team in the country is because every team that we think is barely squeezes out a game against like a solid team or not even a solid team an okay team so it's like it just shows that georgia is just so much better than everybody
0: well you know all those like bracket makers or college playoff voters or whatever are kicking themselves yeah. really hard right now because mm-hmm. everybody's shitting on them for putting alabama at two even though they And now they just barely squeak one out against LSU. That's just fucking nuts.
1: But there's, like, no other team you can put there, though, either. Because, like, Ohio State isn't playing great against these better teams either. Yeah, I mean, they almost
0: Nebraska, didn't they?
1: Yeah, and Oregon's had so many close games. Um, Michigan State just lost. Cincinnati has three games in a row where they fucking almost lost. No team is the second-best team in the country.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely nuts right now. But, yeah, speed of upsets, the Purdue spoiler makers, they beat another top three opponent, Michigan State.
1: I This game was the easy – I bet on it. I put money line. Purdue, easiest, easiest fucking bet you ever make in your entire life because Michigan coming off – Michigan State shouldn't have won against Michigan. Both teams are not as good as they think – as people think. And they put them at three at going to Purdue. Huge letdown spot. Easiest fucking bet you could ever make in your life, and I hit it with ease. There's no doubt about it that Purdue was going to win this game. Cover at least. It was fucking chalk. It was so easy, I feel like. I I don't know what you think about that, but I think it was the easiest fucking letdown spot of all time. It was the easiest fucking bet.
0: I just think it's funny at this point how Purdue, year in and year out, just, like, they do it year in and year out, and we somehow don't expect it. Like they just fucking beat Whoa. these insane, like, literally, literally teams, and they beat Iowa. At yeah. Iowa
1: get smoked by Wisconsin. Yeah, barely beat Nebraska, and then beat Michigan State. It's just unbelievable. That's what they do. Now they play Ohio State this week. So I don't Can know. You imagine. Could you imagine they beat them, and then they play Northwestern Indiana and lose those two?
0: No, like Purdue. they hilarious. If Purdue beats. Ohio State, they just put them at the second ranked team in the country just so then they'll yes. fucking blow it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or it's either that, or it's either they'll blow it or they'll go to the natty and then they'll fucking uh-huh. beat whoever the number one seed is.
1: <laughs> they don't want, you don't want them in the playoffs because they'll fucking win.
0: Exactly. But anyway, just to recap everything in college, what always bring it up the upsets we had just. I'm going to go over all of them, even though we talked about half of them. But number three, Michigan State. Number nine, Wake Forest. Number 12, Baylor. 17, Mississippi State. And number 18, Kentucky. All lost this week.
1: Kentucky was another one I bet on. That was – I feel like that one was an easy one, too. I mean, I'm saying this now that they hit, but it's like they played – it was Tennessee, wasn't it? It was like – Kentucky? Yeah, yeah, Tennessee. I had that one, too. That game was fucking easy as shit, too, because it was minus one. Kentucky or Tennessee, I think, was favored.
0: No, yeah. I want to say that Tennessee was.
1: Yeah, I think they were. That that one was another easy one. It's like Tennessee, four and four, going to six and two, Kentucky, and they're favored by a point. You got to bet that. (laughs) Yeah, and it, it was fucking nails.
0: But uh, I mean that wraps up college football. Should be a great week next week. Make sure you tune into Saturday's show. Uh, We talk about that. But anyway, we have just a few more things in other sports. So the Braves—they won the World Series today. We recorded our last podcast, so I guess now we can talk about it. The Braves just won an easy one, seven to nothing. Max Freed fucking dealt against the Astros in Game Six, and that was it. It sucks that the Braves couldn't win at home, but uh, yeah, Braves took care of it.
1: No, yeah, that game was awesome. I was watching I watched it with Tom too, Tom's Base fan. Uh yeah, it was fucking awesome that watching them because I I love like everyone on that team, like Dansby. I mean I liked him in college too, even like he was like one of the only guys that like he's like one of those guy only guys that I've ever like actually known going into the draft. It's like, oh, he's gonna be high pick and I actually like, well, he's the first watch. pick, wasn't he? Yeah, and then Bregman was the second pick right after him, I think. But yeah, like those are the only two guys like I've ever actually going in the draft where I was like, oh yeah, I know who, how good those guys are. I've seen them play. But yeah, no Dansby, I love him. That Braves team in general, just awesome team. considering they were so fucking like they were terrible at the. There's a. Did you see the crazy thing about all like the the number forty four shit? With oh them? yeah,
0: that that shit is nuts. They won forty four games before the All Star break. Forty four after. Yeah.
1: I got it all. Right. It's Hank Aaron was number 44, obviously. right? Braves were 44 and 44 when Acuna got injured. They won 44 games before, 44 games after the off break. They won the World Series on the 44th week of the year. They played the whole season with 44 displayed in center field. And then, like, it's like, that's fucking crazy.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I swear this happens all the time in sports, too. It's just the craziest shit happens. Yeah. Right? I mean, just parallels. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, I think that wraps up baseball for the season. But uh, we have NBA basketball in full swing right now, and unders are on a heater right now. Do you know the percentage Unreal. by chance? No,
1: but I know it's unbelievable. It's uh, it's sixty or seventy something like
0: that. Oh yeah, I want to say like two weeks in, it was at like seventy-five. No shit.
1: I'm going yeah. It was. I think it was seventy. It was in the seventies. Unders and well, I mean, yeah,
0: we talked about this last podcast. I mean, it's mainly because of um, the foul rule, like change, and then obviously new basketball. I don't know how much that's actually affecting people, but it's absolutely insane.
1: Oh, I know it's crazy. I can't get the, I mean, all these teams, unders, there's not a team, like a, a single team under like, like 50% on their unders. I think it's crazy to think about. Every team's at least 50 percent other games about hit the under.
0: Yeah, I mean when I was with you on Friday, uh I alternate spread of the Warriors game from two twenty like four or something all the way down to two hundred and they still barely covered that. Like
1: <laughs> it's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, like speaking of defense, how about these rookies, Gary Payton Jr. and Davion Mitchell are clamping up everybody.
1: Yeah, no, I I mean obviously we all know David Mitchell was a stud of a defender, but yeah, him coming
0: Gary Payton out of nowhere. Oh, his dad was named the glove
1: for a reason. There's five teams that have um they are un, have hit under under like under fifty percent of the time. Like so they're more of the over team. It's crazy. Yeah. Everyone else is nailing under, it's unbelievable. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I mean, other than that, like the Bulls, they're looking really fucking good right now. just had a huge one against the Nets. But the E-Wolves, on the other hand, not so hot lately.
1: Timberwolves have three players on our team that are good. That's it.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I they saw, all, Cat, they...
0: saw a buzzer beater last night, but then that didn't even matter. Yeah, they. I think they had the Yellow dropped
1: drop 30, Cat had 27, and Edwards like 28. And the rest of our team, no shows. Sucks. Yeah, I don't know. It
0: sucks. Right. Steph <laughs> so Curry, mean, though, I was I can, on a the fucking heater. This is something weird. I didn't even know this till this morning. Darren Williams, like D-Will, he's fighting Frank Gore in an organized fight. Yeah, I did see that. Like, what? Where the hell did that come from? That's two of the I most random what? fucking athletes just like, all right, the box. What's the beef with that? I don't want to know. I don't think there is. I think they're both <laughs> just chasing a bag. But, like, Frank Gore should win easily, not?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I. How old are each
0: of them? Oh, well, yeah, Frank is ought to be, like, 40, 41. I don't know. D. Will retired a while ago, didn't he? Yeah, but this thing, I have no I have no clue. I have no clue.
1: <laughs> I mean, they're both older than fucking dirt.
0: Yeah, I guess then the last thing I want to end on is another fight. Uh, Jokic and... Uh, what's his nuts? <laughs> Mark, Marcus Morris or Marquis? Yeah, Remember it was, it was Marcus. The that no, like, who's... I am on Jokic's side there. Yeah, so am I. That was a cheap shot. Well, yeah, and then, like, if My someone Morris. hits you, like, blatantly like that, like, you, you have to hit him back. And you just hit him really hard, because he's a large human being. Yeah, like, he was hit, shooting a
1: half-quarter, and you've run, like, like why?
0: It you made no sense. It. I
1: thought he was going to pass it. I thought it was at the end of the... No, it, it was, at the end of the, was. I could It was at like the end of the quarter, end of the half, something like that, and he was like, well, we're going to have to shoot a fucking half quarter, and he just gets drilled from the side.
0: No, yeah, you didn't even go for the ball at all. No, he literally just right for him. Yeah, I don't get it. Them Morris is are menaces to society. Like, yeah, I don't... Sorry. It's every fucking year, at and least, made, like, that, ten times a year. That's what they made their, like,
1: career off of, just being, like, Dogs like that.
0: They're like goons in hockey.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, I mean, I think that wraps up all the sports for this week, unless you got anything else. Or, actually, we had college basketball today. The only game worth watching is, like, Kentucky-Duke, right? And then
1: Kansas-Michigan State.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, but Michigan State's not ranked, right?
1: No, they're not. It's only They've only given Kansas four and a half,
0: though, which is weird. No, yeah, I saw that. I think when I was looking at it this morning, it was just at four, but still, like –
1: it was without Jalen Wilson, he got suspicion of DUI or something like that, so he suspended for like a game. And then Remy Martin, you know, he he just got them as a transfer. He's apparently like not getting along with the coach self and stuff, so it's like.
0: Is it like I don't the can? Doesn't Kansas have like three transfers starting for him this year?
1: Uh, I know, I know,
0: Jalen Wilson's back. He's a starter.
1: McCormick's the big guy who's still yeah. there. Um, Remy Martin, they got. I don't really know else but I know I think they're gonna be really fucking good but oh yeah we'll see
0: I think next week we're gonna have a college football I mean college basketball, basketball like sure. yeah segment where we like dig deeper into it but uh yeah mm-hmm. I can't fucking wait for this season I oh, I, know, favorite thing ever. I can't imagine the amount of upsets they're gonna happen just because you have all these like six-year guys or I mean or whatever just act like graduate guys coming mm-hmm. back for another season but yeah no, I know I
1: I mean basketball is like my sport for betting on. Like I was nails last year. It's just cause that's something I just know. I mean, I know that more than any other sport, so I can't wait to make some fucking money.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'd be a nice change from all these other sports just fucking us over in the worst place possible too. But Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think other than that wraps everything up. Uh tune in to Saturday. We have our pick show. Uh Luke, actually I gotta bring that up. Me and Luke are kind of on heaters right now. We're both battling for who has a better record. We're both above 500 right now. Luke went 8 and 5, and he hit his uh, farm game. I went 6 and 7, but I lost my farm game. So it would have been plus units if I didn't have the farm. But uh, I mean, that's what you get for betting Steelers spread when they're favored by, <laughs> like, Sportsman by a touchdown. Like, I yeah. never would have fucking picked that. Well, that was your idea, too. Yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> it was looking really good in the first half. But yeah, that rounds out our season to I'm 65, 63, and one. Then Luke is 68, 60, and one. So nice three game lead for you. Yep. Keep it rolling. But yeah, that wraps up everything. So uh, yeah, tune in to Saturday. We have all of our picks. Thanks for listening. This kid is a gamer, he's a father. he's a
1: father. He's a
0: Let him it go. It's time you're in the Let him play. I'm going to church Sunday. I'm not. A, I'm not, I'm not a I think that's my plan. I know Don, I, I, I He's rewriting right 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 he can. We can't. He's a hey, there. That's yeah. He's a He's a Let him go. It's time you're in the Let him play. Let him play. Sunday.